Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, author of Epic Fantasy Romance. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Excellent. Today is Monday, June 26th, last week of June. Uh, hope that it's a wonderful June for all of you. I know, I know, it's like here we are, halfway through the year, right? Um, I'm happy with myself, though. Making sure I didn't smear my lip pencil there. Do you ever do that? Well, you who wear lip pencil look down and like you've got some smudged on your hand and it's like, oh God, did I just wipe it across my face? <sighs> so anyway, <laughs> I'm very happy with my progress. I had another great writing day on Friday. Uh, I hit 3000 words. So that makes four days in a row last week that I got 3000 words. And I think the only reason I didn't on Monday was because I had to take my husband to a doctor's appointment. So, um, fingers crossed that I will continue to do that well this week. Um, <clears throat> last week was my best word count week for the entire year. And it was my, um, fourth best week for the last two years. So, it's uh yeah very happy with my progress on increasing word count getting that flow back up again shooting for 3k every day this week um and see if i can sustain that um book is still going well um onira i've passed midpoint so i'm at about forty-seven thousand words uh wonder what will happen now <laughs> Uh, um, Friday evening, the gig with Melinda Snodgrass went great. Um, quite a few, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> I sneezed loud enough to make the chimes chime. Uh, yeah. So the event went great. Had some good conversations. Um, Melinda and I are such polar opposites uh, pro, uh, process wise. It's just kind of funny having those conversations with her and having people ask us about things. Cause Melinda is a huge believer in that. She cannot write the story unless she knows how it ends. And of course she comes out of Hollywood, she comes out of screenwriting and you have to be able to outline ahead of time. And every once in a while she'll ask me about that. She'll be like, but you have to know how it ends or you can't write the story. And I'm like, sure you can. You just write from the beginning and you write all the way through. And then when you get to the end, you find out how it ends. She, I want to say that she doesn't believe me, except that I know that she believes me, but I think on some sort of gut deep level, she actually does not believe me. <laughs> so maybe it's just sometimes it's really hard for us to grok the process of someone else who is not us, someone who has a really different process. You know, it's just, um, I don't know, maybe on some level we can't believe it because it's just not how it works for us. So, uh, yeah, but it was a fun event. So I was just kind of thinking about some of those things that we talked about at that event. Um, 
yeah, it was, it was a good day on Friday. Um, I was not too tired out when I finished too. So that was great. And I went and got my hair done. If you're on video, this is really important stuff. See, so far we've talked about makeup and now we're going to talk about hair. Um, she got it much more red this time which she needed to do because it wasn't enough last time but now it's really really red it's um really that full irish setter red so now it needs to lighten up a bit lighten up a bit y'all so um (laughs) so um and otherwise i did not do much this weekend which i know is unusual for me i've been you know trying to do better about like taking at least one day of the weekend off well this weekend i took both days off i know (laughs) what has become of me uh yeah so what happened was saturday morning uh i took david fishing he wanted to go fishing so we went to cochiti and if you follow me on social media you'll see that i posted some uh, pictures of Cochiti Lake. Uh, it is behind a dam. It's on the Rio Grande and the snowmelt upstream because Colorado and Wyoming got record breaking snowpack this year. Uh, so Cochiti was flooded like the the restrooms were underwater. Uh, it was pretty cool to see. So Saturday we um, we were there for a couple hours and then David got kind of wiped out. And so we came home and I thought well I'm just going to screw around today, right? Take my day off. And so I went, got some beer and sat in the grape arbor and read. And, um, so I've been reading Naomi Novik's Scholomance series. I'm probably late to the game on this one, except, well, you know, it's interesting, like who reads which books it's the first book a deadly education has like 14,000 reviews on Amazon um, because you know everybody in science fiction fantasy reads it I guess and it was a New York Times bestseller and all of these things uh and I would I kind of want to go back and see if it was nominated for awards that year I don't think it won any but I think it's it's a great it's a great concept it's a really fun set of books I'm now half halfway through the second one, the last graduate. Um, and it's kind of a riff on, uh, you know, like the high school boarding school school for wizards kind of thing. Only the kids are completely isolated. Uh, and there are reasons I every once in a while, I feel like her world building falters every so slightly. And it's always interesting when I read book two of an author and I see them backfilling a bit of the world building where people clearly people pointed out to them well how is this happening uh, because like she provides some explanations for some things that uh, I was like things that I had thought were a little bit um, not filled in on the first book and I think that's inevitable I do it too or I do it to explain things that I already knew that I just didn't put on the page. So we could give her credit. Maybe she knew those things and just had to explain them to people. So, um, yeah, it's a cool premise because the protagonist is struggling against becoming evil. Uh, she's basically the, has been fated to be 
the the evil queen and so the the magic keeps giving her opportunities to fulfill that role and she's been raised by a mother who is like so far on the other end of good and which might be the problem because there's like the ball the magic is always trying to balance out and so maybe her mother was too good um, and maybe her father was too good and so now she's got to be evil to balance it out again but she doesn't want to be evil and so she struggles against it and so it's really cool because it's um it's an ongoing theme of of making friends with people of building teams of choosing to collaborate rather than compete and uh, there's a little bit of a romance but it's it's very I mean I want to say okay I'm just going to say I get frustrated with Naomi Novik for this reason I think she's a brilliant writer I almost always love her books um, but I get frustrated with the way that she I want to say does not handle romance because she'll have a romance in there and then she like sucks it dry of emotion um, she makes it be like not romantic and you know maybe that's her audience um, I don't know I I don't know I don't know Naomi I've met her a couple of times but I've never had a conversation with her and I kind of want to ask her about it, except that's one of those questions that's kind of hard to ask it's like why do you I don't want to say suck at romance but why do you pull back the romance um, you know and maybe she just doesn't find it interesting but um, you know like uprooted was such a popular book and did win awards and had a great romantic setup and then she managed to like completely I don't know pull all of the emotion out of the romance so this one has a romance too that was really interesting in book one and so far in book two it's like barely on the page this guy is barely there at all and it's like I don't know if she's going somewhere with this or if she's just like avoiding romance right because book one ended with a kiss which I feel like is not spoilery because that's pretty standard right um, you know so it's like and now nothing and now they're like not even spending any time together so but I still very much enjoy the books really uh, recommend highly enjoying um, so yeah I spent the rest of the day on Saturday just uh, hanging out in the grape barber and reading and then Sunday morning um, David wanted to go fishing again and I kind of looked at my to-do list and I was like well you know there's nothing on here that has to happen this today or this weekend so I took him fishing again and um, we were there for a little bit longer and then came back into town and we went to Harry's Roadhouse and had a great lunch at Harry's and that was fun and while I was out at the lake um, the lovely Megan called me she had a friend in town and she said oh that they were going out to Ojo Santa Fe to hang out in the baths and everything and did I want to come which I did but I was already at the lake so she said well you know ping me when you're back in town I could be there all day and I was like no way it's going to be too hot and you know it was like going to be 90 by one so sorry I have something in my eye I think it was a gnat uh, <laughs> oh yeah so compelling recitation of my weekend so 
uh, you know, got home and I was just about to text her when she called and she said, Oh, we're on our way out to Beer Creek Brewery. We just finished. And I said, well, let me take a shower real quick and I'll meet you there. So I did that and I got to drive the back way, which is nice um, to some really pretty countryside. Okay. I'm going to risk pausing. Yeah. Well, I worry about pausing. You all know that I'm just gonna have to keep messing with whatever this is in my eye. Ah. All right. I'll keep talking. So at least the audio is good here. Um, yeah. So went and met her and her friend and we had a beer and it was their anniversary out at beer Creek brewing. So a bunch of people were there and they were giving out cookies. And then we went back to her house and hung out on the portal and they've done lots and lots of work on, I hadn't been there in a while. And so it was great and just hanging out with friends. And so then I got home at like seven (laughs) and just hung out on the front porch and did some reading. So all of this is a very long way of saying that I had a weekend of total recreation, which I almost never do. And Sorry if you're squicked out by people touching their eyes. There we go. I think I've got it handled. Um, so we'll see. We'll see how that, how that does for me on this week. I, I felt like I could because the other thing that's really working for me with getting this word count flow nailed down. And part of it is probably because this book is going well. And so I can't expect it to be like that every time but I've been finishing the, my word count by about one o'clock and still feeling pretty energetic. So I've been able to get my business things done after that. And I've been working from, you know, like one until four or five. In fact, you know, I've been thinking maybe I should stop at four, you know, if I'm starting in the morning at like seven, uh, you know, make my days a little bit shorter if I can keep this up. So as a result, I did not have a billion business things to do on the weekend because I'm getting it done during the week. Remember how in school, like they would always say, you know, if you got your work done in class or doing student study period, then you wouldn't have to do homework at home. Uh, <laughs> Although I understand that homework is like a totally controversial thing that's kind of changed. I never had lots and lots of homework as I recall, but in college we did, right? We had to study. Anyway, so shifting around, trying to get things. Um, I, I never really liked the term like work-life balance. Uh, I know it works for some people. It doesn't really work for me, but I do like the, uh, I do like the concept of balance overall, right? Not necessarily good and evil, but, uh, I'm not tempted. Well, occasionally tempted to become the evil queen, but not often. Um, but yeah, you know, trying to, trying to keep things in their places, trying to, uh, not let the work take over everything else. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, that's how things are going for me. It was funny catching up with Megan cause we hadn't seen each other in about a month. 
because uh, we'd been asynchronously traveling and you know I didn't have tons of stuff to tell her it's been a quiet month which is good um, it's been that's kind of what I need I talked about this a lot on the Friday podcast that I need this kind of quiet I need things to be not dramatic uh, in order to get the words written all the drama goes in the pages folks. So um, I don't have a lot to talk about that's a I haven't um, been thinking about things too much I've been offline not paying a lot of attention to um, any scandals and so forth. Uh, One thing that was funny on Friday somebody asked about uh, AI about you know like using things like chat GPT. So I kind of just gave syphilis position on it and talked a little bit about the same things I've talked on here about about the ethics of it um, and if you are you know undercutting other creators in order to be successful and this one quick group list that I'm on one of the gals was talking about did they want to have a conversation about uh, using AI to help with writing and I nearly sent a little rant and then I didn't I thought okay I'll just um, I'm not going to say anything it's so everybody's got to choose for themselves but um, boy you know I just feel like if you're if you're a writer <laughs> I said this many times before there are easier ways to make a living right. And if you want to be a writer it's because of the personal creative challenge right it's like you want to tell your stories and you want to you want to bring yourself up to that level you want to have the ability to do this and if you are using I mean I think it's interesting because people are like trying to make it be not a thing by calling it a tool oh well if we could use this tool and it's like well no you're you're cheating. Um, Belinda uh, mentioned to me about a mutual friend who apparently asked her to rewrite their screenplay. Um, I thought they wanted to uh, pay her to coach them and teach them and she said that it was no rewrite it for me and it's like well why would you do that do you just want to jumpstart your career you know and pretend that you know just just have your screenplay out there. Um, I think we really have to examine why we're doing the things that we're doing what what do you hope to accomplish uh, a friend of mine this weekend was asking me for personal advice on dealing with the situation you know like something that they want to do and feel like probably they shouldn't do in a personal relationship and I s- said well what what do you hope to accomplish and and it was kind of um, it was like vengeance <laughs> I I want to get my own back and it's like okay well I mean that's I'm not going to say it's wrong you know but is that really what you hope to accomplish is that what you want and I think it's worth bearing in mind right. What are we trying to accomplish. So um, yeah why why be a writer if you're having someone else write things for you. Uh, I know there are people who say they're making good money that way Um, yeah okay if that's all that it matters to you and if all you want to do is to be able to say 
that you're a writer. Um, but, but you will know right in your heart. So on that note, um, I hope you all go forth and do things from the heart. I hope you are able to, um, authentically create what you want to create this week. And I will talk to you all on Friday. You all take care. Bye-bye.